0: Powered by Taylor Construction Equipment. Whether you're looking to rent, lease, buy, or for service, contact Taylor Construction Equipment today at TaylorConstructionEquipment.com or call 662 446 1048. Now get ready for thunder and lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Friday morning. Thanks for joining us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a uh-huh. trip. No, I, I can't do it because we played only played one game. That's true. So. Dang it. Can't do it. No no coffee is for closers today. Dang it! Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew coffee House here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. It'd be a little weird, Robbie, if Brupolo was in Chulahoma.
1: It'd be really weird if it was in Section 23. You know what?
0: I'm going to talk seriously here for a minute. If you're a friend of Bo Wallace's, he needs help. All right? I, I mean... It's, it, it, what, what What is happening to him, that, that is a train wreck in slow motion happening. <clears throat> he needs help before he gets hurt. If you are a friend of Bo Wallace's, you need to get him the help that he needs.
1: If you're the boss at whatever high school he's at, you need to tell him he needs to stop. Yeah. He's challenging people to fight. He's challenging
0: a coffee house to tra- a fight. He's
1: challenging a coffee house... To a fight. To a, a, a Twitter account to a fight. Yeah. Come so, meet me in the parking lot type stuff. Yeah,
0: like in Temecula.
1: Like so. that is... Yeah, that can't he, happen if you're a, if he you're needs, a coach. He,
0: he needs help. I hope I hope he gets the help that he needs because yeah, this, something, is, this something is going is in one right. direction and it's not a good one. So something's has gotta change right. that direction. Anyway, Chulahoma is our city today. Yay. I can't can't tell what what county this is in though.
1: Chulahoma. Is that t- like start with a T? Starts with a C. Chula. Chula. C H U L A. Yeah, there is Chula, Mississippi. So it's
0: it's down the road on Highway Four from Sunatobia, so that's gotta yeah, that's, be
1: that's north. Mississippi. Yeah, I know it's north Mississippi,
0: but like Chulaahoma. What what view details? Can is. you use it in a sentence? Uh, yes, Chulaahoma is just south of Holly Springs.
1: What what what? Uh, where does it derive? <laughs> I would imagine it's a. I bet it's an. Is Indian it a Greek? Word. Is it a Greek word?
0: Chulaahoma, Mississippi.
1: It's it's definitely an. Indian. It's in
0: Marshall County. Okay. That's what I wanted to know. Is it Greek? Is that what you Holly, asked me?
1: Yeah. Holly Springs area?
0: Between Holly Springs and Cenotopia okay. on Highway 4. Gotcha. All right. Today at Strange Brew Coffeehouse, let me read. I got a text here. Shane Reed, bless him, every year forgets to tell me what they do on Black Friday. Every year. And I'll text He's him a like, busy man. like, hey, whatever you doing on Black Friday, let me know. He never remembers. He got us this year. Online today, 25% off anything at strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. You can use the code Friday. that's one word, capital B-R-E-W, capital F-R-I-D-A-Y at checkout. You get 25% off any purchase you make today at Black Friday at strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. They always got the best deals. Yeah. It's been a great deal. Black Friday, uh, just a few hours from now, getting started up at College Corner. Don't forget, apparel only and in-store only, but off all purchases between 7 and 9, 25% off from 9 to 11, and then the rest of the day it's 10% off. Those are all your apparel purchases in-store. That's two locations in the Jackson area, Ridgeland by Fleet Feeder Flow by the Half Shell, or if you're in Oxford, you can shop at the Oxford location there as well. College Corner and
1: collegecornerstore.com. I accidentally rode by there the other day. I I forgot that Oxford... No, and, in, Oxford. in Oxford, I forgot that Oxford High School's football stadium is at the middle school. Yeah, so I went to the high school, which is a very nice location over there, and I saw their their uh, new store, real nice. Yeah. I know you've been there, so yeah, it's fantastic. I hope yep. I, I am hopeful uh, that they will put one. Uh, I doubt there's a whole lot of Mississippi State stuff in there. There but. is
0: not nary a piece <laughs> of Mississippi State. <laughs> so maybe Virginia you guys
1: out. want to go over to Ridgem. But we have. No, that's
0: what I'm saying. If you're a Rebel fan, go to the Oxford one. But if we have
1: not, we have Rebel listeners. Yeah, oh, I know we do. There have been several that have told me do. that they listen to our show.
0: I know we do. That's why I'm trying to serve them here. Uh, Leave us a five star review too. Oh if yeah, you're yeah. Uh, restaurant Tyler, Starville's flagship restaurant this weekend or any weekend where you're in Starville, a meal at Restaurant Tyler is always a special occasion. Sunday brunch this week, you know. Spend the weekend doing a little shopping, a little, a little family recovery time from, uh, from Thanksgiving before everybody heads out of town and heads back to wherever they came from. Take them over to Restaurant Tyler for a fantastic Sunday brunch. 16 Priority One Bank locations throughout central Mississippi here to serve you. If you live in central Mississippi, there's a Priority One Bank near you, and that means you can have a community banking relationship that's going to benefit you for a long time to come. Shop locally, eat locally, bank locally. They're all very, very important to build strong communities. Go to PriorityOneBank.com to find a location near you. Let Priority One Bank uh, make you their priority. Ole Miss 17, Mississippi State 7, Uh, The result we expected, but probably not the kind of game we expected, definitely will not be an Egg Bowl looked back fondly upon uh, by either side for an aesthetic value, a very ugly football game uh, that turned on two or three key plays. Uh, A targeting penalty on Deshaun Page, a pass interference penalty on Tulu Griffin, a couple of missed field goals, and that was enough for the Rebels to reclaim the Golden Egg Trophy and take it back home with them to Oxford. And so a frustrating and unusual season comes to an end. What do we think about it? What do we want to say? Let's find
1: out. Tell them, Falk. Well,
0: well, yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, better than we expected, I guess. This game, yes, for sure. Have you ever seen me wear a cable knit turtleneck? Uh, like Christian wears? Like Christian cage wears? Yeah, like, I don't remember the last time I wore a turtleneck, but Go Rebels 12-13 uh, told me to stop wearing turtlenecks. And Okay. I mean, I, you're wearing a quarter zip right this second. Yeah, and I, that I'm the worst of all things football stories. Okay, she seems like a normal person. Yeah, so totally normal. Uh, Yeah, so the game was not... Nearly as bad as we all thought it would be. In fact, Ole Miss—I don't even think
0: covered or what no. They didn't, it, there's no. There's no line they covered. The lowest I ever saw was ten and a half. So that they. Okay, I
1: thought buy. somebody said that they, it might have got down to nine and a half, but I don't know. So um, anyway, I have not seen nine and a half. Uh, anyway, seventeen points for Ole Miss. Three hundred and seven yards of offense. You held Jackson Dart under hundred yards. Second straight game in this Egg Bowl that I thought Mississippi State's defense was fantastic, Played easily well enough to win. But there's that offense, Brian. And the there's, side of the there's Kevin Barbe. There's Kevin Barbe exists. Mm-hmm. Um, and not, not for much longer in, the, no, in our world. It, as a person, Kevin Barbe is such a nice guy, mm-hmm. and but this offense has just been absolutely awful. This offense, remember when the calendar turned to October and Zach Arnett started talking about, you know, this is really important for us. We got a chance. Everything's in front of us. We have a chance to have a good end of the season. And we talked about how important it was. You got Arkansas, Auburn. You got Ole Miss at home. Texas A&M was kind of a you know, like looking train wrecky. Mississippi State followed up that first half of the schedule by averaging just over six points a game against SEC competition. And that wasn't, uh, this isn't, you know, Alabama 2012, LSU with Glenn Dorsey and company. That's not the defenses they're playing. They were playing Arkansas, who is an absolute disaster. They're playing Auburn, who is, you know, just okay on the defensive side of the ball. They're playing Ole Miss, who's bottom, you know, bottom of the pack, maybe like 10 10 or so in total defense, I think, in the SEC. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're playing Kentucky, who is going to get to seven or eight? I think eight wins, maybe if if they can possibly no, beat Louisville. Would, where, where are they right now? Six. I think they're six right now. Okay, seven. well, never mind. They might get to seven if they can. They play possibly. Louisville tomorrow, though. So you weren't playing Murderer's Row, and you averaged six points a game offensively. And I like to point out
0: that if you include the first three games, because you're talking about after the bye week, it was six points a game. Yes. If you include the first three games. Still it's wasn't still, great. It's still only eleven and a half points a game. And that's it. That, you have one game where you score thirty, and then your second highest was seventeen, and then it was fourteen, and then that's it for for for, for double digits, basically.
1: You scored seventeen points against Alabama, didn't they not? Yeah. They scored seventeen points against Alabama. They scored thirty three against the, the, the last re- the five?
0: remaining five games on your schedule in the conference. And
1: look, I get it. Will Rogers was out, whatever. Um that's still awful. That's, that's uh, what do you call it? Uh, putrid is the yes. word I like to use. And somehow, State almost outgained Ole Miss in this game. 303 yards of total offense. I thought Will Rogers put his guts out. I, I don't want to hear a bad word about Will Rogers uh, after tonight. Uh, I think he played really hard in this game. I just think the scheme was just absolutely terrible for Will Rogers. Um and you know it's and there's going to be people that say well you all said this and that I, I get it we 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 were duped on this offense we have been um we we've we've very we've been very consistent talking about this offense since about week two and it's been bad pretty much all year so you know yes we were absolutely wrong but it's okay now to say Kevin Barbey was a failure at Mississippi State. This offense was absolutely terrible, and Mississippi State made a mistake moving away from the air raid. I think, um, and you know, probably don't go down. You know, you probably don't go with the Mike Leach air raid with with you know kind of moving forward. But you probably should have had a lot of variations of it mm-hmm. for the personnel that you had, and Mississippi State just didn't. And even if even if you don't go air raid as a coach. You've got to be able to adjust to your personnel. Dan Mullen did it all the time. It's mm-hmm. it's possible. And Mississippi <laughs> State never did it. They never adjusted to the personnel. They never played to their strengths. I thought the play calling was really bad in this ballgame. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they didn't execute in a lot of areas as well. But uh, just, you know, uh, really the the offense was – the major issue in this game, you hold Ole Miss to seventeen points. If you told me that was going to be the case, which we said last uh, last week or this week leading up to the ball game, State was going to have to keep it under twenty points to have mm-hmm. a chance in this game. We did, and they did. The defense did everything they can. Give Matt Brock credit. I'm going to give Matt Brock credit for this for the second half of this year. They played well. They this defense got better. I mean, By the end look of the at season, the other side they got of better. the coin,
0: right? And I tell you. I tell you before the season, okay, against Arkansas, let's say Arkansas, Auburn, Kentucky, and Ole Miss. Cuz you know A&M is 51 points. You, you can't do anything there. If I said they gave up 3, 27, 24, and 17 in those respective games, what's your record in those? You know, you probably to say battle. at worst 2 and 2. You're saying you obviously beat Arkansas. They only had 3 points. And you probably beat Ole Miss. They only had 17. And then Kentucky with 24, you could score 20, 28 on Kentucky. You probably think they're 3-1, one, maybe one of those teams got them. But you could easily have said 4-0. No. But instead they were 1-3, they were th- and, and if Arkansas had had any kind of pulse whatsoever, they'd be 0-4.
1: Yeah. I, it's, it's nuts. It really is. And as we've talked about the defense being bad this year, they're going to finish like 6th in the SEC in total defense. Yeah. They're middle of the pack in the SEC in what was kind of a disappointing year. Now, they've given up a lot of points, but I think that has to do a lot with the the offense putting them in bad situations. Tonight, how many times were they backed up behind their own 25? I mean, they were. it was like that the entire first quarter. So State missed a ton of opportunities in this game. It felt a lot like 2021 for me where State had those opportunities in the yeah. first half and just didn't capitalize. You have to give this team a ton of credit. I thought they got real juiced up by the crowd. By the way, incredible atmosphere for a 5-7 and seven team. For Mississippi State fans to show up like that, uh, I just commend them. I think this fan base is, is really wanting to push forward. I don't think people are ready to give up on this program. I, I don't think people are you know, really fatigued with this team right now. I think you have some momentum. As strange as that sounds, you lose the Egg Bowl. I think this program has a little bit of momentum going into this coaching change. And I think this is a huge hire for Zach Selman. You can capitalize on it right here. This game didn't do it, but I think what you saw was you still have some fight in this program. You still have some fight in the fan base. This was a terrible year. Um, This was a, a year that was really frustrating for everybody involved. But Zach Selman has a chance in these next few days if he can nail this higher to kind of take advantage of, I think, a fan base that's pissed off, mm-hmm. a fan base that wants to win, that is committed to winning, mm-hmm. and that's a great start. You got money in the pot for NIL. You know, uh, this roster, I have a feeling it's probably going to be blown up, but, you know, we'll see how that goes. But I think that they have an opportunity if they can nail this higher to really press forward as a yeah. program, and we'll see. If they're able to do that, but I agree. Disappointing night, the way that it played out. But I, I think one thing that you that you can't say about this team is that they gave up, no. that they didn't come out and play hard. They did do that. You don't take moral victories, no. but um, seeing kind of the hurt on Will Rogers' face after the game, seeing yeah, the hurt on that. some of the players, uh, no. Greg Knox too, it was uh, it was tough, and it's been a tough season altogether.
0: Yeah, no question about that, and just a a really tough. Uh, way to finish out the season, but it is what it is. And and now you know we look forward uh, to a coaching change here at Mississippi State. And you know when will that occur? Probably in the next few days. if it, it feels like the process is starting to accelerate, did I say accelerate? Accelerate, accelerate. No, yes. it's accelerate is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, that works. Feels like that's going to be happening soon. So we'll see how that uh, how that all turns out uh, for Mississippi State. But plenty, obviously, plenty to talk about there. Let's move into the rest of the show that's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council. We want to remind you that beef, it's what's for dinner. This holiday season, Cook beef. You know why? Because cows hate Christmas. Yes, that's right. I don't know if you knew that or not, but uh, cows are, are the major supporter in the continuing war on Christmas that you hear about every year. It's funded by Big Cow. Oh. Yeah, so eat them.
1: I agree. I mean, I'm yeah. not going to argue with that. Well, if this,
0: if hopefully, this turns some people's attention to the problems that cows present in this country, and the only way to fight that is by grilling them. PETA might disagree with that, but I mean, PETA is in big cow's pocket, my friend. Wake it's up, funding it. Stay woke, all right. <laughs> so I'm going to do my sheep. Part. Yeah, wake up, cowpole. So cowpal. I'm going to do my part. I encourage you to do yours. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find the smoked southern soul food that you're looking for. When you want to have a great meal and a great time, I would send you to Two Brothers every single time. When people ask me, hey, Dad, I'm coming to Starville, where should I eat? I never don't say Two Brothers. That's right. A double negative.
1: Pretty much the first choice it's Usually, you Yeah,
0: I, I, I our two sponsors are my choice, would be my first two choices, regardless if they were our two sponsors. So I'm telling you now, I'll give you that, that, that information now again. Two brothers smoked meats in the heart of the cotton district. Great products and great service is the motto of a lot of different businesses, but who can really deliver it? Who has 49 years of proof that they've been delivering it? Advantage Business Systems does. When you need technology for your business, give them a call. And then if you need service on a product they've sold you, it's just a phone call away. You talk to the same people who made the sale. You're not talking to an out-of-state or out-of-the-country call center, not a 1-800 number that's going to have you on hold for 45 minutes, not a technician who's two states over and he'll make an appointment to be there in three to four days. No, no. Talking about people who can fix your problem the same day a lot of the time because they're only a couple hours away from you. Why don't you give them a call? and find out what they can do for you. 601-362-9192, or visit them online, com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. The Rogue. The Rogue. I know rogue. I, knew, I, knew, I knew. I was reading.
1: I, I'm just giving you a little push. Yeah, I knew. I, I'm trying to understand where Christy is is coming from. Is she, with she the still talking to you about the... Uh... The turtlenecks. Yeah. I, I, I do not own a turtleneck. Yeah, I know. I did compliment Stefan on his turtleneck that he was wearing on um Thursday night though. It looked handsome. He was wearing
0: one, yeah. Maybe that's who she's thinking of. I don't know why she would confuse y'all, but, you know, we're both handsome. Yeah, but he is Falk, a uh, an Eastern European name? Uh,
1: German. That's close. Yeah, it's
0: close. You know, you go back to the Visigoths, you might have had some uh some, some some familiar uh, relatives.
1: Kiffin gave Sock his visor. I knew it. I told you all
0: along. No, no, you're not telling me. You're telling other people. We've been saying it for years.
1: Everybody acted like he was a big bulldog. You know
0: what this was? You know what it was, right?
1: What? It was all a ruse?
0: It was our favorite thing. It was a work.
1: It was a work.
0: <sighs> Kiffin and Sockoloff are like uh, The Rock and McMahon at the Survivor Series 1998. <laughs> He's gotta go. Yeah. Alright. Anyway, the Rogue's Collegiate Collection has a lot of great polos and pullovers so you might want to check that out. Do they have turtlenecks? They, I, I, they do have turtlenecks at the Rogue. Well, and, they, and they probably got some pretty vibrant colors not the beige ones
1: this woman thinks you wear. Can I get a cable-knit turtleneck? My guess is if you go down and talk
0: to my good friend Luke at the Rogue... You say, "Hey, I'm looking for a new look. I want to. I want to get into turtlenecks." <laughs> he will. He will. He'll. Now I feel
1: up. like I got to start getting turtlenecks. On. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh!
0: You can do that. Anything less would be uncivilized. This is
1: something else, man. Don't this live the a... three stripe life. Shop at the Rogue. We're already off the rails on here, but why, why not? not?
0: Well, I mean, it's not your. It's not our fault. It's this Christie woman's fault for doing this, and Lane Kiffin's. Um, <laughs> I got seven things that are true. These are the things that are true. I got 7 of them. I think they're I feel like they're all kind of big picture too. I don't think there's much about this game because, you know, what am I going to say?
1: I don't think there's a ton that you can learn from mm-hmm. this game. You no. know, like we're we're turning a page. Because uh, well, I, I'm really going to get into that towards the end here. But number 1,
0: I have great news for Sylvester Kroom and Woody McCorvey. You're off the hook. <laughs> I will never in this life refer to a poor offense as Crome-esque or kroom like or Crome-tastic
1: ever again. It is the Barbe offense when state can't move. You know Stefan was was in the room with me a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. when I I was in a shouting match with Paul Jones. A shouting match. Yes. With Paul Jones. He's like, I'm From so three tired. From Sports. Of, yeah. I mean, it was like, it was rivalry central in there. So Paul started saying, you know, it was after the Kentucky game. State just scored three points against Kentucky. And Paul was like, you know, this, you know, people keep talking about, um, you know, Kroom. This ain't nothing like Kroom. Like, Paul, they just gave up, they just scored three points against Kentucky. Yeah. And he was like, well, you don't remember those times against LSU. Yes, I do. That was. The number one team in the country. Those were great teams. This, is a this was crappy- Kentucky. Yeah, they, yeah. they just booked
0: a bowl game. This offense is worse than any cream offense ever was.
1: And I don't want to hear another like offensive coordinator being brought in running a pro-style offense.
0: Yeah, I'm done with the pro-style West
1: Coast, pro-style. Pro style offenses eh. are for the
0: pros. Yes. Let's find a college-style offense. Maybe that's what we should have been doing the whole time, right? Like, yeah. we're on a pro-style offense. Oh, Okay, uh, well, we're a college team, so do you
1: run a college-style offense? And, you know, like, if you had Georgia's offense... Maybe you you could pull it off. If you had had five-star recruits everywhere, yeah. You could pull it off. Mississippi State... Doesn't have those. Whoever this coach is, you've got to have a high-powering, no-huddle, hurry-up-no-huddle offense that's going to be exciting, that's going to be able to have defenses on their heels. You can't try to bully people in this league with, you know, no disrespect to these guys, but, you know, three- and four-star talents. Mm-hmm. It's just not going to happen. Whoever the coach is, Jeff Levy, whoever the offense coordinator is for, you know, whoever the coach is going to be, I don't know. It's got to be an offense that's going to sell tickets mm-hmm. and have people excited. Mississippi State needs to start winning some games Let me, uh... 45 to – you know, 24 or something Look, like in Let me slip number two in here. Okay.
0: Because it's, we're on the same page here. Yeah. But number two, you know, I know coaches talk things up. You know, every coach, no coach is going to, no coach is ever going to walk into his press conference and go, well, we're going to be crappy this year. I mean, we are really not good. But I have never, ever been sold a bill of goods the way I was this year with this offense. What did they, everything they said was a lie. Everything they said was a lie. We're going to stretch the field vertically. We're going to get our best eleven on the field. We're gonna we're gonna find our playmakers and feed them the ball. None of those things happened. It was no. all it was all a ruse. I've never been this deceived. And I, I'm you know I'm not the most I'm not the brightest guy in the world. I'm not. I, I never want to claim to be, but I like to think I know what I'm doing sometimes. But like this This season has made me question my my ability to do my job, yeah. like
1: am I really this big of an idiot that I bought that these guys were selling me? Well, I think a lot of it made sense like on on the surface well, it sounds good, you know you know most of the staff was like former Mullen guys, or they had Mississippi ties, they had had experience in this league, you know Barbe. His, his system looked okay, and what you know we're we're probably being overly positive for sure. I think I, I'm definitely going to pull it back a little bit on that. I'm going to be more of a wait and see kind of guy, yeah, unless it's somebody with yeah, a proven if, track if, record. Somebody, yeah, yeah. If it's somebody with a proven track record, mm-hmm. say Mississippi State, you know, hires a Jeff Lebby. And he's running. And you know, he's running the offense. He's done it everywhere he's been. I, I'm going to say that Mississippi State's offense is going to be better mm-hmm. next year. Mm-hmm. I mean that that wouldn't be going out on a limb. But we're next time we're going to have to to dial it back. I mean, yeah. there, there's no doubt about it. We were absolutely wrong. Yeah. And uh, we've had no problem, you know, admitting that. So.
0: Like I said, I, there are times this year I would watch this team play and I'd just be like, I cannot believe I said this team was going to win eight games. Like, uh, I
1: was way off. But you know what? Yeah. If the offense was competent. They would have won eight games, easily. If, if Mike Leach was coaching this team. Eight. Nine probably. Nine. Maybe nine. Maybe ten. I mean, outside of LSU and Alabama. LSU and Alabama. Who? And that's it. Yeah. I, I feel confident they're beating Kentucky. Yeah. I feel confident they're beating Auburn. This is, this is a
0: huge problem for state right now. And
1: they're probably nine and three. Well, and, and they, they,
0: ha- they can't do it again because this is the second big year they've missed in the cycle. You know, I always talk about the cycle. I always say that you know, you have your one up year. It was 18 and it was 22, 23. It's five. That's a five year window, right? Well, th- it's bad luck. It's, I, I know what, I know it's bad luck and all that, but Jesus, man, you got to get at some point, you know, Ole Miss is having back to back or two out of the last three years. They've won 10 games now. Yep. So, I mean they've they've kind of broken the cycle a little bit. They're they're a little ahead of the cycle. That's great for them. But well, for they, State, they've
1: tapped into the the, the, portal, the portal. The right and, way. And Kiffin has hit all the buttons correctly. Yeah. But what that, my
0: point is I think the that's what gets changing. fans excited. Mississippi State is now looking at going a full decade between ten win seasons. Yeah. I mean, if they have one next year, which is unlikely, but if they have one next year it'd be ten years. And that's that's not how you 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 keep your fans engaged, well, especially when your rival's doing it. You know, two years and three, two out of three years. So, uh, number three, I guess, this is sort of along those lines here, Robbie. I love college football, and you know, normally when the season ends, I'm I'm, I'm full of regret, like, hey, I can't believe the season's over. I've never felt the amount of relief I feel today with the end of the season. I know state may still have a bowl game, but. What is that game going to be? I'll tell you right now. If I'm Zach Selman, I, there is no way on God's green earth I would let Kevin Barbé ever call a play for Mississippi State ever again. Like, who I don't care who the new coach is. You Bumpus is calling plays. Somebody, anybody, not him. But if State, but that being said, I want to get away. I'm, 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 off, I'm off track. I'm off track. This season being over, I am ready. I was ready for it to be over, and I am glad that it is
1: over now. So. That being said, Mm -hmm. if they do get a bowl game, Mm -hmm. are you accepting that? We we had this. We talked about this before. I think
0: so. You 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 accept the bowl bid. You get the practices in. You 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 let the guy. This has been a hard. Think about think about the last twelve months, right? Let the guys go to a bowl game. Let them go to the gift suite and get some cool stuff. Let them have a little fun this season. This season has not been fun. Let them have some
1: fun. And I mean, what are the like people who cares? Again, we talked about this the other day too. Like, Borky, people get so upset about Mississippi State, like, continuing to go to bowl games. If you have this many bowls, that, when you get down to the Birmingham Bowl and all that stuff, none of those games, like, really move the needle or matter, right. other than the fact that it's a, it's a reward for yeah. the hard season. It's just another game. It, like, what is it hurting to go to that? I mean, well, I, it, I it definitely diminishes the bowl streak. <coughs> right. Just winning five games. But, right. I mean... The, Making it to a bowl is not all that big of a deal anymore, anyway. Yeah. Like what it used to be. Who cares? So I mean, so like Brian Scott be asked me about this, and I was like,
0: you know, we, we forget that sometimes when we're describing this, what do we say? They play games, right? It's a it's a game, you know. And I understand. I take look. I take it seriously. I'm not one of these people who's just like, oh, it's just a game. It's not just a game, yep. but it is a game, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be fun. And if you're playing, the, it, we're saying the word "playing." That's the verb. You know, who cares if they go? If they, if, who cares? If you don't want to watch, if it bothers you, don't watch. No one's going to make you. Again, if someone makes you watch this game, if you can get me their information, I will call the police. <laughs> I will try to help you. But yeah, I don't. I just don't care. So yeah, just let them go.
1: It's become kind of uncommon to see a new coach coach a team. Uh, I mean, I don't know if become is the word. I I don't think it's been very common for a new coach to come in and coach a team in the bowl game. Yeah. Is that a possibility in this? I I mean, Or do you just let Greg Knox handle it, finish it out? What
0: what I think you have to consider is this, right? When you hire the new head coach, he's the head coach. Yeah. So he gets to make that decision. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah, a lot of times coaches just let the other season finish it out, especially because you got to spend time putting the staff together and everything else. But think about it like this. Let's, let's say Height State does hire just, – we'll just say Jeff Levy, right? Wouldn't you want to go into the offseason with a win? Yeah. Get the win, get a little positive juice going. Do you have any possibility
1: of doing that with Kevin Barbet calling the plays? Depending on who they play, I don't know. I don't
0: know that it depends on who they
1: play. Yeah, it's true. To be honest with you, they look bad against Southern. Yeah, so
0: I, I, I would, I would at the very minimum, especially if you get, levy, you got like a month to implement yeah, your you got, offense. If you have, too. you have enough time to put in some plays. Will Rogers is enough of a veteran quarterback that in the, you can put him in there and just, like, here's a couple packages, and we'll, we'll make it work.
1: I know some people won't agree with this, but I feel so bad for Will Rogers. Like I,
0: I, 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 I just say this, I, I get the Will the Will Rogers fatigue. I, can't,
1: I I right? understand it
0: because it, it feels like his his some of some of what he can't do holds Mississippi state back offensively, and one thing that was proven this year is that he is a system quarterback. there's no question, but he's he gave everything he had for Mississippi state, yeah. and at the end of the day, if you can't respect that it, I get people in my mentions tonight and they're just like, I'm so glad I'm like you know.
1: Are you just like, hey, glad, he's dead.
0: glad he's dead? Family, yeah, yeah family, yeah. That, again, this is why I laugh every time.
1: So. I mean, I, I feel bad for the guy because, like you said, he has been nothing but a great representative for yeah, Mississippi State. He's tried, man, and he's never, never trashed. You know, gotten back into it with fans. He's never come out in the media and been really disrespectful or anything like nah. that. And, you know, at the end of the day, this is business. And, you are you know, it's all about winning games and all that. I get that. And I I agree with you. I do understand people that are kind of fatigued with it. Right. This guy's been a great teammate. He's been a great representative for Mississippi State. There's just
0: no need to crap on the guy. No,
1: just let him, I mean, thank him for what he's done and move on. We're going to talk a little bit more about Rodgers, actually,
0: in a few minutes here. Yeah. Uh, Number four, this night was inevitable going back to week three. If you were sitting there in the stadium watching the State state play LSU, you knew how this season was going to end. You knew that this game was going to Now, you didn't maybe not know the way it was going to end in terms of this game, but you knew this result was coming. You've had two and a half months to steal yourself for it. That's I have never felt less anguish following an Egg Bowl loss than I feel tonight. Like am I, I'm not going to sit there and say like it doesn't matter. It does matter. Does it hurt? Absolutely it does. But – I knew this one was coming. I was talking to Joel Coleman about this. I was like, normally the loss happens, and the immediacy of the loss is what you feel, you know, because you went into the game thinking, we're going to win. And when you do lose, you know, that moment hits you and you're like, oh my God, we actually lost. And it hurts. But I've been, I have not had the slightest hint of thinking State was going to win this game for months. So mm-hmm. I'm, 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 go- I'm as good as I can be in the moments after the
1: Egg Bowl loss. It's just kind of frustrating because your defense played its tail off. It did, in this, and, and that's, it,
0: that's true about the last, about two or three of the last games.
1: Yeah, I mean, you think about it. Last year when State played Ole Miss, I think that was the, only the second time maybe in Lane Kiffin's tenure that they had been held under 100 yards rushing. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong on that. If I am, I apologize, but it mm-hmm. doesn't happen often. And in this game, ha- they've scored They've scored a touchdown, I think, every single game in the first quarter. Uh-huh. Didn't even score a point. Yeah, They had three points at halftime, lowest scoring half of the year for Ole Miss, mm-hmm. or first half at yeah, least. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know about the second half. You hold them under 100 yards passing. Jackson Dart has been outstanding this year, and I thought he was a warrior in this game. He got back up after That's that hit. That's a tough, tough, tough son a game. Tough guy. He got uh, the targeting penalty on Deshaun Page, which was the comp- the game changer in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting that penalty, they were about to go three and out after State had just had that touchdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think he, you know, he didn't throw the ball much after that, but just leading the team and kind of being the example. They just when he got back in there, it's like they had a new uh, source of energy. But yeah. the the defense in this game gave you a chance, and even in the fourth quarter, you you have a shot. Mm-hmm. And that's what's kind of disappointing by it all is you were within three points for three quarters and you could not find a way. Yeah. And you even had a lead in the second half. That is um, it's really disappointing. You, you had your opportunities. You didn't take advantage of it. Yeah. Uh, where are we here? Number five.
0: Just one time, Robbie, one time in my lifetime, I would like to see a Mississippi State team with nothing to lose play like a team with nothing to lose. I can't, never done I it. I can't. I can't with the you know it's fourth and one in in midfield around midfield and yeah well, we're not gonna go for why
1: who cares and I think who cares what, I think after they punted oh when they didn't go for it on fourth and one didn't Ole Miss drive down the field and score yes so
0: I'm pretty sure they did yeah.
1: I can't remember exactly, but... Well, I mean, they had the ball in state territory. Or, no, they, they punted. Yeah, they, state, scored, they scored. So, state had fourth and one from, like, the 35 or something. Yeah. And didn't go for it. Yeah. I think that was the game. Because yeah. Ole Miss drove... I mean, if you're going to give up a touch... I mean, you, you don't feel good about your defense anyway. Why not try to match them offensively? I want to be sure about And they that. just didn't... I mean, the first down play calls were just... That's why I, it's awful. like it's just, we're but still
0: just lining
1: up and trying to run the football. And third the same and things. eight, we, we, running the ball. You and know, it's like it, that's that hap- it Doesn't matter to the coach. Like that's happened forever. Like right, they so just never play like loose. You know, uh, state. And you're right. I mean, they, they have nothing to lose.
0: So yeah. So Ole Miss scores to make it ten-seven. Uh, state gets the ball back. On fourth and one, they punt it. Ole Miss goes ten plays, seventy one yards, and that's what that's what it yeah. ends in the game. There you go. Uh, yeah, I just you know I just wish one time, one time I would like to see him just sling it all. You know, I, I remember this very, uh, very, very vividly. There was a game that the Saints played. Uh it was like in the early nineties. They were out of the playoff race. They going into the last week, like they. They, they knew they couldn't go into the playoffs. They were playing the Colts. And Jamora literally coached the game. Like, they just went four on fourth down. They threw the ball deep. They won 41 to nothing. Yeah. It's so, like, that's what I want to see. You got nothing to lose. Just, just play. You got nothing to
1: lose. Anyway. Never happens to stay. Kind of like happens. they never have an exciting offense. Yeah. Maybe um, something will happen to change that. Maybe.
0: Number six. I thought Nick Fitzgerald was the MSU quarterback with the most confusing legacy, but it is definitely Will Rogers. Like people used to hate on Fitzgerald, but I think by the end of Fitzgerald's tenure, I think the way he played against Ole Miss helped him a lot. He was two and one against the Rebels and he dominated him in his two wins. And A M. And he well, I mean yeah, but people don't care. I'm not saying like I think the, 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 the Ole Miss thing helped him a lot. Plus the way he got hurt against Ole Miss and then he came back from that, people respected that. But like when he first took over, you know, it was like, well, he's not Dak, so I don't like him. Uh, there was a lot of that. Will, for whatever reason, you know, I, I get his limitations, but he piled up a ton of yards. And before anybody says it was the system, well, that's great. So the system was designed to be successful, and he was successful at it. Then the system worked. Good job. That's exactly why he was there. Um, he wanted A and M. He wanted Auburn. He beat Kentucky. He beat Arkansas. He beat Ole Miss. Yeah, he he, he played. be put up a ton of yards, but there are people who just don't like him. Like it's like personal with them for some
1: reason. It's strange. People are calling him. Some dude called him a sissy on the board. Yeah. Like, like that guy is. You know, he could have very easily just said, you know, what I'm good.
0: You know, I'm tired of getting beat up. This team isn't going anywhere. I'm I'm, I'm good. But he came back in these last two games, which had. Almost zero real meaning. Yeah. To try and 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 win them, to go out on a high note. I mean, I, you don't have to like him. I don't know what Tony Speranza said. You don't have to love me, but you will respect me. I, I just don't understand why. You know, and I look, I've, I've 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 been hard on Will on this show, and there's times when he's played, it's not personal. He's played. Yeah, it's not personal. I like him. Tonight, shook his hand, said it's been a pleasure to cover you. Mm-hmm. You know. Wish him the best in his in his, his endeavors, but there are people who like they they like really dislike him, and it's 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 just odd. And I'm not talking about i about Mississippi State fans, yeah, who are like, I'm so glad he's gone.
1: I I, I couldn't take another snap of Will Riley. Like, okay. you know what I think Will Rodgers is going to do? I think he's going to be a really good coach. So
0: so somebody. As soon as I, t- I tweeted out that quote from Greg Knox, he said that. Mm-hmm. As soon as I tweeted out, somebody's like, that's a really nice way of saying he sucks as a football player. I'm no. like,
1: hey, guys. No, no. And, and he's, he's accomplished something that you know, a large percentage of us could never do. He's, mm-hmm. he's been a starting quarterback in the SEC, and people will say, well, you know, how many school, other schools in the SEC would he start for? I mean, I get it, but he did it. He started in this league for four seasons. He's going to loo- going to at least three bowl games, maybe four. Um, won a bunch of ball games here. He's if he had not gotten hurt this year, he had a very good shot of setting the SEC record in passing, mm-hmm. which isn't something to just dismiss. Right. Um, you know, I, I get he was in the air raid, all that stuff, but still there were there were teams that ran high powering passing offenses like that in the past that aren't going to have the numbers that he will. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, I think he is going to be a guy that coaches for a long time, and he's going to be a really good coach mm-hmm. because he's a student of the game. He understands the game really well. He's a coach's son. He's been watching film with his dad since he was a little kid. I think Will's going to be successful. It's kind of like you know, people did the same thing with Austin Williams, mm-hmm. and Austin's going to be a super successful person in the workforce i don't know where he is right now but you know
0: if he would answer a text we could have found out
1: <laughs> yeah i guess he's tired of um hearing from us i don't know yeah. but i was always I, nice to him yeah i was too oh well um i like will a lot i wish him the best i don't know what's just going so, to happen it's just so weird though what do you th- what do you think's about to happen with will yeah
0: I think he'll be at Western Kentucky or something like that You think year. You
1: think he plays another year?
0: Yeah. Okay. I think he's got another year. He's not an NFL guy. I think Spencer Sanders showed us this year that if you don't have to graduate, don't do it. Yep. Go, don't go get a little NIL money from somebody and, uh, and play another year. I mean, here's the thing about Will Rogers is if he goes to a place like Western Kentucky, which runs an air raid system, reunites with Drew Hollingshead, I mean, he can't get to Case Keenum, but he could easily – be a like a fifteen thousand yard passer and be one of the top five col- passers in college football history. Yeah. I mean that that's that's saying something. If that's he stays, something that's
1: a legacy to leave. If he stays in uh, college next year, yeah. if he does intend to transfer. Yeah. I do think like it needs to be an air raid. Yeah. He needs to find
0: that find somebody who's going to put him in the in the right system. Yeah. Or I'm, get into coaching, you know, one of the two.
1: I yeah, I, I'm I struggle with what I what I think he's about yeah. to do, but I I feel like this was his last game at state I if he doesn't go to ball game. I felt like that a lot. The way that he reacted after the game. Yeah, I think I think he knew emotionally.
0: So, so that's that's a good segue. We go into number seven. The Mike Leach era came to an end tonight because I know he was still has some players that he recruited. On this team, obviously, you know for a long time, because you know got a guy like Chris Parson and Creed Whittemore, assuming they stay at Mississippi State, but the coaches he brought in will all be gone at this you know mcbath and and those guys uh Brock's not going to survive this uh, Arnett's obviously already gone and and Rogers was such a huge part of his time here, and Rogers will be gone you know you'll be talking about two coaches removed from him at this point mm-hmm. you know that there, there won't be a whole lot of of the vestiges of his time here at Mississippi State left after tonight. So it really, to me, I've been saying that for a couple of days now. It's like. It's weird. It, this is how like. How quickly it ended. Well, I mean, you think about like a year ago and, you know, coming out of that locker room and him smelling like smoke from all the cigars and State getting that win. And, you know, just a couple of weeks later he's gone. And so now, bizarre. Yeah. And now I feel like. You know the last few bits of his his fingerprints on this football program are gone. Now yep. I could be wrong in that because you may look at like we may look up in a couple years and Chris Parson has become a, this superstar quarterback and you know when he talks he's like well you know Coach Leach recruited me and blah 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 but it doesn't feel like that way.
1: No, it's it's tough. I think you know that a lot of it went away whenever Zach Arnett came in too mm-hmm. and. Look, he had – I've been on the record with this. He had every right to change the offense and make it his. I absolutely agree. But it was the ba- It was a bad decision with the group that he has. And that, it's okay. It, you know, not all decisions work out, but they chose to mm-hmm. completely move away from, you know, the leech and those principles. And no matter what Zach Arnett said about, you know, yeah we, we still got the same – the air raid, of the offense is still the same. No, 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 no. It was not the same at all, um, and they tried to fit a you know square peg in there. And oh, I just thought about it. remember when I did that interview with him.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he said like he he, talk, he was offended. He that talked I said, to us like we're idiots. Like, you know like, like like we're not just running the triple option out there. And in reality, man, maybe you would have been better off running the triple option than what you tried to run. That offense, man. Goodness, I I had not considered. I had I had totally forgotten about that interview. And, uh, hmm. all right. As I said earlier, I can't do coffee as for closers tonight because we haven't seen any other games. Um,
1: Will we be able to do the rumblings this week? Is the question that is that is so the question that we you. all? So we, I gotta know. make
0: I gotta make we, we gotta make a deal with me right now. We can do them. Mm-hmm. We can do them. But Tuesday is the Connerly Trophy presentation, right? Yes. Which means I'm going to Jackson. Y'all be reporting there. We'll be live. doing a, a live show from the uh, the Country Club of Jackson. Hopefully, be able to talk to Bucky Watson when he gets there. Do uh, you think? Do you think Bucky should be the Connerly? He does. He will not get my vote for first. He will not be my first place vote. He'll be on my ballot, but he won't be my first place vote. I think. Yeah, I, I, thought, mean, I thought he needed to win tonight. I just. I I, I I understand his stats are great. He had. He might have had the best season ever by a linebacker had, in the state. But that is, he's not going to get my first place vote. I voted I, for him. I will. And I, I you're will. not
1: supposed to say. Well, I did.
0: Now you're going to get your vote revoked, and that's going to be like the the yeah. the, the Gillum Trophy. They don't they, do that. They'll tell you to get the hell out. You're going to Do you get a vote for the Gillum this year? You think?
1: They said it was a mistake last time, and we'll see. He had 137 I, 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 tackles I, I in 12 kind of games. Just listen, just listen. Just listen. He's he's going to lead the SEC in tackles. He's going to lead the SEC in sacks. Mm-hmm. He is. Um, up there on fumble recoveries, I think, had an interception. I mean, my gosh, he had back to back twenty one tackle games. I, I know Judkins is gonna win probably. That's uh, so who I'm voting for. Patrick Sheog? Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. I mean, um, chances are they're, they're gonna win a national title.
0: Or they're, they're gonna at least
1: play for one. No, I mean I am proud of Delta State. I just you know yeah.
0: this is this is the year for a small school guy. Like last year, Shadur Sanders could have won it. But Judkins was... Judkins so, going to get it.
1: thousand yards in the SEC. You, you know, it's, it? it's I,
0: always... I think, I, I'm going to tell you why that Judkins should not win it. He's not the best player on his own team. Dart should Dart Dart, have been. Dart should have been their nominee. I understand mm-hmm. why they did that. because they. Well, I think because the, the idea that you want to have back-to-back win, let him win back-to-back. I get that. But... This is why the Connerly voting is so weird. Like, they shouldn't just do this whole everybody gets a nominee thing. It should be who are the best players. I think if you you had a final five, Shegog would make that list, all right? It would be Judkins, Dart,
1: Watson, Gore, and Shegog. You know, um, a few years ago in the Gillum Trophy, they had – Tier McCowan, yeah, Blair Schaefer, and Victoria Vivians. Yeah, I mean, so
0: the they they've done it. They had it a couple of years ago with the with the the Ferris. Just do the best. Like it was Mangum, Ethan Small, and then
1: one guy from Ole Miss, whoever their 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 I forget it was maybe Thomas Dillard. I don't remember. How much money or is Greg driving How much money is Judkins about to drive up on that nil?
0: You and I were talking about this before the, the start of the show that Ole Miss. Whatever he commands, they have to pay it. Got to. I mean because you't get... you, can't, you, can't, you can't be a perceived because in that way if, 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 you, if you can't if be somebody can't come in and steal your gas right well not, well, not only that, but like think about it. if they're trying to get other players out of the portal, and they're going to be like, well, hold on, they, they weren't willing to pay Judkins. What are they going to give me? You know, I can get better elsewhere. So, this, this is the game that... We talk about Ole Miss and perception all the time. Yeah. You, you, Ole Miss, if he wants a million dollars, you have to give him a million dollars. But that, this is they've kind of
1: set the precedent on this with the transfer liter- portal. He literally might
0: have like two mil in the bank before he signs a pro contract. Yeah, good, good for I mean, him. Good
1: for that guy, man. Good for him.
0: I'll, tell you, I'll say what you said about Judkins, right? If, you want, if you're a person that you know, doesn't like Ole Miss, that's fine. Judkins is a great Great college football player.
1: Yeah, he 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 will. Yeah, lead. I don't know what the NFL looks like for him because I, you know, well, I think
0: he's got a pro potential.
1: He should. Yeah, he should. Oh, yeah. but so far, I mean, no, like they haven't been he sending is a ton of guys to tear it up. Out of the, the best system.
0: running back in all Miss history, right now. Yeah, he's he's better than Deuce.
1: He well, he's closing on three thousand yards already.
0: Yeah. Well, like he came into this if he had, if he had equaled his production last year. He would have already eclipsed Deuce McAllister's career record.
1: Yeah, he'll break it early. He'll next break year. it early
0: next year. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he's an unbelievable football player. He's tough. And great, dark, that was a great find.
1: It was a great find
0: by uh, Kiffin. Yeah, you know, it's funny with Kiffin. There's so much portal king, portal king. His best player is some three star kid that he went and got. Yeah, and he stole him from right underneath Alabama and Auburn's noses. But Alabama and Auburn are gonna come. They're gonna come for him. There's no question about it. Hell, if I'm miss Mississippi State, I'm gonna come for him. Like, well, he hey, what do you mean?
1: We got we got a few million dollars. You like
0: bells? <laughs> We got plenty of bells here. Yeah, you like two brothers. That's that's one thing. If I was Mississippi State, I, I would I, like if you could find a donor. who's like, look, we could get Judkins for like. Like, two could minutes.
1: you give us three million?
0: Could you give us three million, and we could give, get Judkins because the, the state
1: states should start fighting fire with fire. Like, well, Ole Miss it, does that
0: stuff. That's they what what saying, like, with. Never mind, never mind. never mind just raising up the price. What if you got him? Can you imagine what a death blow that would be? They would lose their <laughs> minds up there. You'd wake up the next morning, and every Ole Miss fan would be in Starkville looking, looking for stuff. So, <laughs> anyway, uh, my deal was uh, get back to where we were going. There, sorry about that. Uh, I got I, I have to meet. I have to be in Jackson in time to have lunch with some people. So we oh got to go. Gosh,
1: this is a disaster. We got to. We got to go at like nine. Well, you know, I I drop my daughter off at school at seven thirty. So. so okay, so that's, we'll see that. I think there is a possibility that this coaching thing could happen. If that's the case, I mean, I go to Jackson. So um, it wouldn't shock me if there was a press conference on Monday. Well, if there's a press conference on Monday, so we'll see. You know, then, the, we, then we definitely can't do we can't do rumblings. That's what I'm saying.
0: Yeah. We'll, we'll play it by ear. We'll play it by so ear. So as we we're, as we're sitting here right now, we're planning to do the rumblings. You need to have your questions You know what's going to
1: happen. We're, we're going to start recording the rumblings. And, then and in high the high middle high. of it, it's yeah. going to be just like Stonka Burnside and, and J.J. Harrell that time we were recording the rumblings. Yeah, yeah. And we had to just stop in the middle of it. That's what's going to happen. I, I've, I can feel it in my bones. We'll find out. All right, guys. Hope
0: you had a great Thanksgiving. Have a great weekend. Back with you very soon. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Supertalk Mississippi.